Hi, John. How are you today? Hey, Elliot. Good. Um, I would say uh, since our last conversation, there's been a lot of uh, activity regarding uh, the potential for a domestic terrorism statute. There's been a lot of op-ed pieces, and so more to come on that space. And uh, so I just wanted to highlight that. But um, there's been a couple of things from FinCEN that uh, came out this week and wanted to ask you uh, about one. Particularly, there's one on PPP uh, fraud, sort of FAQs. And people can look at that. But there was another advisory that uh, that I, I know you saw. We chatted about it on healthcare re- related fraud because of um, COVID nineteen. What were some of the things that jumped out at you there? Well, uh, big picture, what jumped out at me is you know scammers are doing what they do. They they look for flows of money where they can get in, you know, disrupt them and redirect them in their to their benefit, and so. What we're seeing, what what FinCEN is talking about, is a lot of healthcare-related frauds that were that have occurred since the pandemic declaration, and uh, are the fraudsters are looking to um, uh, access often federal funding, but also uh, insurance, uh, health insurance funding, um, to pay for non-existent testing. Uh, unnecessary testing, things like that. The the release itself has 16 red flags. Right. Yeah. I think it would be uh, valuable for folks to take a look at it. And as they're thinking about how they detect uh, fraud within their customer base, and as they're looking at the their uh, transaction monitoring output, that they add these topologies in and, you know, really see if they have... Uh, can focus, uh, you know, their efforts toward these types of scams. Um, the interesting thing that I caught my eye was that um, you might think of these as potentially being pretty small dollar, but as often happens in, in the FinCEN advisories, they also included uh, several case studies from pending uh, criminal actions, uh, things that have at least gotten to the indictment stage. And one of them is a $30 million scheme uh, perpetrated in New York through um, taking control of small pharmacies and using those pharmacies to be the um, uh, fraudulent billers. And the other one was from California, and it was a medical technology company um, that... uh, spun up a $69 million fraud. So, you know, again, we're not talking a hundred thousand here and a hundred thousand there. These folks are uh, going for serious dollars, you know, in kind of one big swoop. Um, but again, in both cases, it was, um, it w- had, they, they had something to do with testing um, and, you know, providing testing, but then fraudulent um, additional uh, services that weren't required didn't really have anything to do with COVID nineteen, but then were built through to government programs. Bless you. Thank so, you. you know, <laughs> that's, again, a fir- that's a first for these. <laughs> yes. Well, and and how appropriate when we're talking about healthcare. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> exactly. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, that's okay. So uh, you know, the, to me, the, that's that's one thing. I mean, uh, you know, it's easy to say, oh, it's just a little more fraud which I know our, our listeners don't do, but 
in an overwhelming environment, sometimes you do have to sort of say, okay, I'm going to try to go after the big ones. Well, these are often big ones. Now, um, uh, in none of the cases that are talked about, have we seen financial institutions taking a loss? So I don't think this is about a risk to the financial institution, but it is about detecting suspicious activity, um, which much of the suspicious activity that the industry does detect is not putting the industry itself at risk, but putting sort of the financial system at risk. So I think, you know, these follow along there. Um, that, and it was interesting. I mean, I, you know, some of them I recognized as, oh, we've seen that fraud. It just wasn't healthcare related. You know, right, the, right. the business being located in one place and all the clients, uh, you know, uh, appeared to be located nowhere near them. You know, so unless it's all telehealth, it's like, well, those people didn't all drive, you know, 80 miles to to get their COVID test kind of a thing. So, yeah, and th- that's that all makes sense. The, l- the last thing I just want to mention before we close is I noticed there was a bunch of uh, uh, crimes that related to cyber. So the use of personally identifiable information. So whether yep. it was a telefraud scheme or uh, FinCEN also references identity theft. So they yep. get personal information, then they use that to commit the fraud against the healthcare benefit fro- program. So as we know in the AML space, um, you know, cyber is a connecting dot, if you will, through everything. And so a lot of these frauds, obviously during a pandemic, people aren't in person, but more than normal, the use of uh, technology to get personal information, to create false companies, create false um clients uh so that they can they can book some of these billing schemes so once again it just pay it makes so much sense to pay attention to technology and not to give up your information yes and i know that many financial services companies work really hard to educate their customers you know again including some of these examples you know if you get a call from somebody about some health services, healthcare services, you know, do your best to verify that, you know, they're the real deal and not just somebody trying to get your personal identifiable information. Yeah. Last thing we'll mention is they, uh, FinCEN always says in these advisories, any of these indicators by themselves doesn't necessarily warrant a SAR, but obviously you factor that in, in your decision-making process. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. And, uh, before we close, so it's, uh, FinCEN, uh, 2021-A001. So it's the first piece of official guidance um, on their website. Right, exactly. And they have a link that you can go to a different website for additional resources to notify on healthcare fraud, waste, and abuse within Medicare, Medicaid, CHIP, or the marketplaces. So they're giving you a lot of really good information in this advisory. So uh, Elliot, stay safe and uh, thanks for all the information today. No problem. Have a good weekend. See ya. Bye.